This is the Perfect Pup Podcast, helping you build a better relationship with your pup. Presented by Pupford. Hello, pup parents, and welcome to today's episode of the Perfect Pup Podcast. My name is Devin. Today's topic is super important because if your dogs are anything like mine, sometimes they get bored from time to time. And when boredom happens, other bad things happen. So in this episode, I'm going to give you three ways that you can help keep your dog from getting bored. So let's get right into it. Okay, the first three, I'm going to give you all three ways. And I'm going to hope you stick around and listen a little more in depth for what I mean by each of these three. Number one is giving your dog exercise in the morning. Number two is keeping your um, play sessions and training sessions short and sometimes spontaneous. And number three is going to be mental exercise and enrichment. The first one, exercise in the morning. Quick story. My wife and I got two puppies near the same time, well, six months apart, but they were both under one year old, two Labrador puppies at the same time. And we were young pup parents, first time having puppies together, pretty naive, didn't know much about what was happening. Um, This was also before Pupford even, so I knew a lot less about a lot of the topics that I know about now. And there was just a lot of things that we didn't know. And in our minds, we thought, okay, as long as our dog is in like a dog safe area, we can leave them during the day for, you know, as, as, as we need to. Boy, we were wrong. And here's why. Number one, we would leave. Sometimes we would get up and life is busy. We had different schedules, school, work, all kinds of different things at that time. And sometimes we would get up and we had the best intentions of doing a lot of play with our, our, our puppies, but sometimes it wouldn't happen. And we would, would leave and we would come home and there would be shoes that were chewed up or there would be uh, parts of our table that were chewed up. That happened. Um, there would be, you know, just things that had been gotten into that we didn't even think were possible. And so we started looking a little more detailed at like, why is this happening? What, what do we need to do better? And the plan that we created was let's make sure they get at least 30 minutes of exercise every morning. And again, depends on your puppy's age or your dog's age for that matter and your dog in general. But we kind of stuck to this new habit of we are always going to exercise our dogs in the morning. First thing, one of the first things we do in the morning is going to be exercising the dogs. Um, and, and we're not perfect on that to this day, but, but we try and keep that, that structure and that schedule pretty, even, even now, even with our dogs being almost four years old. And the difference that we found there is when your dog wakes up and they have a instant, not instant, but they have a way early in the day to get that exercise, to get their wiggles out, to just get moving, to explore the outside world, to do things that are fun for them. I think it really just sets the tone for the rest of the day of number one, they're not sitting around wondering, man, when am I going to get to go out? I'm bored. I'm going to start getting into things I'm not supposed to, that type of thing. So I I think starting off your day and your dog's day with exercise can make a huge difference for them not getting bored. And I'm I'm telling you, if, if you're dealing with challenging behaviors, especially some of that destructive stuff or the things that happens from boredom, the barking, the the destruction, the chewing, the biting, 
start with exercise first in the morning. It's so, so, so important. I know everyone's schedules are different, but it made a world of difference for us. The second point is keeping the play and the training um, kind of quick, short, and sometimes spontaneous. So what I mean by that is I do think that it is very important for our dogs to have structure and schedules. They are, I think they thrive off of those things. But when we're doing things like play or training even, sometimes keeping that, instead of it being like, I'm just going to, every day at five o'clock, I'm going to train for 30 minutes. Try doing, for example, you know, maybe if you work from home, try doing, you know what, I'm going to do five minutes at you know, 11 a.m. I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a break from my work. I'm going to do five minutes with my dog of play or training or kind of a combo. And then you're going to do 10 minutes later on in the afternoon. Then you do a maybe longer 10, 15 minute session, um, after work or something like that, keeping the thing spontaneous. And you can even apply that just to the times that you're home. If you don't work from home, um, you know, it just, what I mean by is when you're home with your dog, kind of just keeping them on their toes. So they don't know, Exactly like, okay, it's just going to be playtime after dinner. Every other time I'm going to be bored sitting around looking for something to do. Just kind of keeping your dog guessing in the sense of, you know, you might you might stand up from your desk or you might come home at lunchtime and you might just play some tug for 10 minutes and then, and then be done and kind of go back to things. I, I think keeping our dogs a little bit guessing. And again, I say that with a little, like a little bit of a, a note of, I do think our dogs enjoy structure and there is an importance to structure. But keeping them kind of guessing and keeping them on their toes can kind of keep, help keep them from getting bored. The third point is mental exercise and or enrichment, whatever you want to call it. It's basically the same thing. This is one of the most important things that I learned as a pup parent. And one of the most important things that I can hope to communicate to you is that physical exercise is not enough. So if you think just taking your dog out on a walk or on a run, or even just playing fetch is going to be enough for them, it's not. I think about myself, and I think about days, we've all had days like this where maybe it's a Sunday and you wake up and you really don't do anything. You know, you're, you scroll through Instagram or you're watching Netflix and you're just kind of not doing a whole lot. You're not working your brain. Even maybe if you get up and, and go on a jog, you come home and it's like, you know, at the end of the day, you just, your brain kind of just feels mushy, like you haven't done enough, you haven't worked your brain. And honestly, that leads to, I think, a whole host of other problems for us as humans. But in, when we're talking about our dogs, they need that mental exercise, they need the enrichment, they need to work their brains. I won't dive too deep into this, but no matter how you feel about, you know, dogs and wolves and that connection and whatever, all of that aside, most dog breeds were originally bred to do jobs and to accomplish things. So I have retrievers, right? Labrador retrievers. Um, if I'm incorrect on any of this history, please let me know. But, you know, they, they originally kind of started in the Newfoundland region of Canada and they were retrievers. They would help with fishing and they would go retrieve nets out of, out of these frozen bays. And they would, you know, they've, of course we know retrievers are good hunting dogs and Back in the day, they used to help with hunting and all those types of things. And they, they still do. But, you know, back when it was more of um, less of um, activity and more of something that was a necessity, you know, the dogs were there to and they were bred to help humans accomplish jobs. 
And when you look at it through that lens and you think about the common dog now, the average household dog that doesn't have jobs very often. You know, we're not asking them to go and help herd sheep. We're not asking them to, you know, go and retrieve the nets out of out of the, the bay, out our back door so that we can, you know, sell our catch for the day and, and make our money, that kind of thing. So when you look at it through that lens, it's important to find ways to give your dog a job. And that doesn't have to be as complex as it sounds. Here's a couple examples of jobs that you can do, can give to your dog. One of them um, is like actual enrichment toys. You turn food, you turn a meal into a little bit of a job. Um, you know, so for example, you get a, a lick mat, for example, and you spread some peanut butter on that and maybe a couple treats and then you freeze it. And, you know, your dog is having to do a job to get the treat. Or if you want to take it a step further and have a, be a little bit more work, I like doing uh, like hide and seek with treats around the house. You know, I'll do what I call a treat bomb where I'm just, you know, I'll go into a room and just kind of like throw a handful of treats and let my dogs go sniff them out. I don't know where they go. Generally, it's kind of random. They just go wherever the, the treats. And so the dogs have to go find them. It's like a job. It's a little bit of a task for them. And so, you know, don't get in and don't get overly worried about the idea of a job for your dog. You don't need that can that can feel overwhelming. But think of tasks. What tasks can you have your your dog do? And sometimes and this is where I think it's important to do things like trick training as well, because that really works your dog's brain and helps them from becoming bored. So again, recap three things that can help your dog from getting bored, help keep your dog from getting bored. Number one, exercise in the morning. Number two is um, keeping the training slash play in your home sporadic and kind of keeping your dog on their toes, mixing it up a little bit. And number three is mental exercise slash enrichment. And I am not going to give a level of importance to those three because I think they're all almost equally important. But I do want to say that our dogs, I think it's important for all of us, myself included, to remember that they most most dog breeds are not they were not bred originally to just sit in a house they need time outside they need something to do they need fetch they need you know some excursions they need to forage with their nose they need to use the parts of their brain that we bred them for originally which is to do work to do tasks and sometimes you just have to get creative with it so i hope this is helpful i hope this helps you think of ways that you can improve your dog's daily experience so that they are less bored because the bottom line is we all love our dogs. We want them to be perfect. And the most important thing that we can do as pup parents is to set them up for success. And if we let them get bored too frequently, problem behaviors are going to occur. That is when the chewing starts often. That is when the digging or the fence guarding or the barking for no reason. That's when a lot of those problem behaviors come up is when we let our dogs get bored. So I hope you found this helpful. Thank you everybody who has left reviews. If you have a few minutes, please go do it on the apps or in the Apple podcast. It's super, super helpful and leave feedback. Um, you know, we've been getting some comments, um, particularly about the video side of this thing. 
uh, of this of these podcasts. And so we're going to be kind of tweaking how we do that. So please leave us feedback. I look at all of it and I really do, um, you know, want to find ways to improve this podcast. So if you have ideas or you have episodes you want to hear, um, just message us or, you know, leave a leave a review, leave a comment on YouTube, whatever it might be. Uh, but other than that, we will catch you on the next episode.